Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. to their people but when people who are not like indigenous York, to their people yes I'm drinking water <laughs> but when non-New Yorkers do it I'm like stop it stop it it's not your thing it's not your thing you're appropriating not your thing uh, shout out to Carolina DC yeah yes um hi guys um well it's May and that's the thing um that's going to be Memorial yeah, weekend in a week. Yes. So since May has a lot of holidays, May's an interesting month for me for various reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, we're going to hit y'all with some mini-sodes for the next couple of weeks. Um, and then we'll get back into the regular rotation, our regu regularly scheduled programming after um, the holiday. Um, but today... Holiday! Well, first... I am going to tip my hat. Song? I do. Celebrate. But I like to say holiday. holiday. When's Pose coming out? June 6th. June 6th. I might be lying, but it's June. Yeah. 6th or the 13th, something like that. Okay. Well, we got to be on that. I'm really excited. I am going to tip my hat to my damn self. Because mm -hmm. my TED Talk is out, guys. Check the link below. So everybody who has shared it and liked it and watched yes. it, I just really appreciate all the love and so support. So good. I have to be at work watching um, it. <laughs> yay. Um, but yes, the link is below for Woke and Well, um, my TED Talk. Yes, so that's all I got to say for that. All right, y'all. So Earl and I watched the show. So spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it. Turn it off. <laughs> Earl and I watched a show called Dead to Me on, on Netflix. Netflix, season one, mm -hmm. um, with Christina Applegate and oh God, it's the girl from Scooby Doo. Huh? The girl from Scooby Doo, Velma from Scooby Doo. The live action. Yeah, the, like the real Scooby Doo, not the cartoon. Um, but we just decided we were going to chat about that because that thing is quite interesting and amazing on a lot of different levels. Let me tell so, you just to give y'all a little background, so it starts with Christina. Linda Cardellini. Sure. Linda yeah. Cardellini and Christina Applegate. Yes. So it starts with Christina Applegate's character's husband being hit by um, a uh, hit and Mustang. Run. Mm -hmm. Right. So he gets hit by a car, and then the car pulls off, and he's he's killed. Mm -hmm. um, and so she goes to a grief group, 
And yep. she meets a bunch of people, one of them being Linda Cardellini's um, character, um, who says that her fiance has died. Uh-huh. Um, and they form a friendship, and shenanigans ensue. Pure. Pure shenanigans, shenanigans. ensue. And so it kind of led us to the idea of, but, because so, how are we going to say all the things? Hey, I'm, I'm okay. going to do a full. Okay, so first we find out that um, Linda's character's husband. So Linda plays not Judy. Judy, yeah. And Christina plays Jen. So the yes. widower, no, the widow is Jen. The widow is Jen. And the best, her... Her new friend. New friend is, is Judy. Judy. Judy, I'm not going to say Judy's crazy. <laughs> Judy's different. I'm not going to say she batshit crazy, though. Yeah. Judy, at the end of the thing, Judy has a heart. And yeah, it's what happens. It's kind of like what would happen. Her if heart you have, is good. Her mind is bad. Well, it's the people around her. <laughs> and her, it's her, but it's her husband. Because she did some of that without him, like right. But Judy, so y'all, okay. Judy tells her that tells um, <laughs> Jen that her husband is dead. Her yeah, her, her fiance, fiance is dead. Yeah, he is not dead. But it is revealed that Judy has had like. Several miscarriages, right. um, which can mess with somebody's psyche. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Judy's and then they broke up. Yes. Their relationship ended, which is a form right. of grief. But the relationship really ended. She said it's because she lost, she had this last miscarriage. Right. But it was really because her and her husband hit Jen's husband. husband. Yes. And the husband made Judy not tail. And drive away. Right. He's the reason she drove away, because he's an attorney. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, we gotta leave. And he's the reason that Judy did not confess. Right. So, and is that the reason, her hitting the husband, is that the reason she had that last miscarriage? Um... I was trying to figure that out in the I show. I couldn't tell if it was correlated. I think she was pregnant when they I hit. know it said it was like a, a month... Her miscarriage was like two months prior right. to meeting Jen. Right. But I'm not sure. But regardless... She left, because it seemed like she left him. Right. Because he wants her back throughout the rest of the right. series. But that's why I was like, I feel bad. Like, she's good. And I think her craziness comes from the fact, like, when you keep shit inside, it's going to find a way out. And you try to fix out. stuff. Because right. she did not, she wanted to go to the police from jump, But he wouldn't let her. Yeah. And she, that's a good show if you want to see, like, what emotional abuse looks like in a domestic yes. violence relationship. Because there yes. was no physical. But she, he kept crossing her boundaries. Like, when um, Jen was like, she doesn't even exist in this house. Like, nothing of her exists in right. this house. So what Judy ends up doing is she realizes who Jen is and kind of joins the grief group mm -hmm. to connect with her. So she and went to the funeral. Her. She ends up going to the funeral and everything. And so she befriends Jen because she wants to somehow make up for killing her husband, which is not how you do that. It's like, I want to help you get your life back right. Right. And so Jen is Team Horrible Boundaries moves Judy into her house mm -hmm. and her son, the oldest son who's a dick, but also hysterical. It was like, she could we be just like, so this is what we doing? Just... This makes sense. Yeah, Mom. okay. Um, so yeah, so they end up living in the house together and the whole Wait, time Judy's trying her. to cover up stuff uh -huh. while Jen is trying to like grieve, but she's also super angry, which we find out is something she struggled with. And she's super smooth because she's like investigating this murder by herself. Right. Like out every like, night looking at cars that's been hit. Right. And okay, well, let's give you a synopsis of who Jen is. Mm -hmm. Jen is a real estate agent. Yep. Um a big time real estate agent in her what, California? Yep. Um has severe anger issues. Severe anger like, issues. Like, just lashes out. And it seems like this was before she even, her husband even died. Right. 
Um, she has two sons mm-hmm. and a gay best friend who they have a real estate. Yeah, they have a real estate agency together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she has a crazy ass mother in law. Yes, yes. And the husband wasn't working. He was like super dad mm-hmm. because he's a musical Music. person. Yeah. And was he famous at one point? Or well, I think he was, was he trying to be famous? No, I think he was. I think he made like the tracks and things. Oh, okay. Like he, okay. They, he was like a producer or some right. sort of like music. So he, right. didn't, he wasn't like a, he could play all the things. Right. But he wasn't famous. Like no, 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 but he had one, like a good She income. was keeping it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was keeping the house up. The household together. Remember, she was keeping it together. Well, when she said the, it was both of them. Because when the affair came out. Because remember when he died, that's when she's like, my finances are starting to change. Mm. So I think they both was bringing in, because he was... Some money. Yeah, he was like a music man, I don't composer. think he was making as much, though. I think she was holding it down. Because when she lost the... When her best friend was like, you too crazy, we can't do this no more. Well, that's yeah. when her finances really started to mess up. Yeah. So, but yeah. So then, but through their friendship, through her friendship with Judy, she starts to find out things about her husband. Like he had a whole affair like with a nineteen-year-old for over a year, and told the girl that his wife had died of breast cancer, um, which she had actually had a mastectomy to uh-huh. keep from getting breast cancer because her mother had died of breast cancer. So it was just like a and super they had horrible found lie. Them, but yeah, they it was a super removed. horrible lie to even use. So this man that you're, because how do you? So that's a good question. Or what do you do when you're grieving someone and then you find out? Horrible things about them post death. Right. You know what well, she said was like, "I'm kind of glad he's dead." Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to be angry with people who have died. Yeah. It is. And that's all because you can't say anything. You can't confront them. Right. Even if you go to the grave, like you're still, you're just, you're talking to air essentially. Right. Um. So it's one of those things where mm, you kind of, I'm not say gotta get over it, but you kind of mm. gotta like. Do the things. I still right. say talk shit. I think Either it's, it's on okay. paper or... Like, just because someone has died doesn't mean we have to edify them. I think no. people really do place people on a certain pedestal after they've died. That is not always yeah. And I mean, that thing could be a culture like, oh, don't talk ill of the dead. Right. right. And it's like, no, it's the dead or ill Ill person... <laughs> When the dead is ill, yeah. you have to be I'm Ill. not going to paint this near. They're such a beautiful... Right. They were a shitty human. Right. And it's okay to own that. Yeah. yeah. Because so, I do think sometimes that hinders people. I see clients a lot mm-hmm. who can't own the shittiness of people who have died, like parents or something. Yeah. And it's keeping them stuck in some weird way yeah. they can't tell And I truth. think you got to be real. And I think a part of that is that if they were shitty, I think you got to kind of realize, like, well... They're no longer here. Right. Am I going to allow their shittiness to keep right. affecting me and holding me down? Because at that point, that's you choosing right. Right. to let that affect and you. And maybe when... you're using them being shitty as an excuse yeah. when we're to being... not be better. They gone. Right. Even now, you this is your opportunity to go do what the hell you want to do. Right. But that was very interesting because when that cop was like, he was on Vans when he left the house. Yes. You sure he was running? Right. And she's like, oh, that's all he ever ran. So I was like, mm. did you say him up? But then I was like, oh, mm. y'all got into that huge argument. Yeah. Which I and wanted so he her to slap the out. taste out of her oldest son. Yeah. He was bad. These teenagers. And, and that younger like, son. These youngest kids. These kids can come out their mouth crazy. But her baby boy clearly took her regression piece. I when he flipped out at that damn recital, well, yeah, when they were like, well, "You've been doing so well," <laughs> so yeah, so then um, through all of this, so then Judy and her fiance mm-hmm. kind of get back together for a minute, and then they kind of start 
trying to clean up. So they realize that there's some evidence yeah. that they might have to address. So they still have the car because it was like a classic It's a 1972 Mustang. Mustang. So it's like an old school. Right. I don't think only 32 people in that city had that right. car. So yeah, and they start trying to have to get rid of the car and all the stuff. Judy and Jen go to a grief group retreat, mm-hmm. which I was like, is that a thing? Interesting. That was interesting. But they go to this grief group retreat, and then Judy meets this cop. Well, mm-hmm. he was a cop. Then he was, he was on sabbatical. Partner got killed, and he didn't handle it well. Mm-hmm. But then he starts being super sleuth too, and helping them figure out the stuff. So Jen's like, "Oh my gosh, we're about to figure out who did it!" And then Judy's like, "Holy shit, we're about to figure out who did it," which then leads to all kind of shenanigans. And Judy self sabotage. Judy, Judy was dating the cop, <sighs> but then she kept going to this. Mm-hmm. Raggedy ex-fiance. Okay, so here's another one. Here's another piece. Y'all, when people, when you break up with people, you broke up with them for a reason. Mm -hmm. And usually that reason doesn't shift over time unless they do some really, really deep work. And I don't know about you, Earl, but I would venture to say even if they do some really deep work, it still doesn't mean y'all are going to work. Yeah, that that work might be for the next person. Right. <laughs> and so we've got to be really careful about these re-engaging relationships. Listen. Um, And so, which Judy found, because she, you know, re, like sabotaged her relationship, re-engaged with this dude, thought she was pregnant by the fiance. And this dude had a whole girlfriend and didn't even mention it. Right. And she gets her feelings hurt and gets embarrassed. And then finds out she's not pregnant. Like, you know, I think, yeah, I think sometimes we really want the thing that we loved to work. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that, re- like, because if I got with you and you were unwell, then when you get well, we probably wouldn't have gotten together. Because there's something about uh-huh. your unwell that attracted to my unwell. Like, people usually adhere by their and wounds. And hers was just like a boundaries. Right. People adhere to their wounds. And so, you, we got together because we were both unwell. So now that we're well, or I'm well and you're not, or whatever, more than likely it's still not going to work. And I think we think that. We think, oh, now we're both better. Yeah, but y'all wouldn't have attracted each other if y'all had been better. To and me, had been lying to her from the jump. Because I like right. when she did that story of like when they went to the dead forest, I guess in China. Is that in China? Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's, it's in one of those. Maybe not China. Maybe Japan. I know it's a dead forest, so like a lot of people like go and die mm. like suicide right yeah um but it's like don't take any of the sacred stones from this forest because yes. it will be years of bad luck and she said i've always wondered because of all the things that mm-hmm. happened did you take a stone that day and he says of no. course not they proceed to have sex after they have sex and he's leaving he was like by the by i can't leave here without telling you the truth I did take one of the stones. Right. And it's like, he's very manipulative. Um, There's like, every episode, there's a key example, which I was like, this is the perfect example of like an emotional abusive relationship. Exactly. Because every time he does something like that's against her boundaries, because this thing about boundaries, you gotta, your boundaries don't work if you don't keep implementing them. You gotta keep implementing them. You can have a boundary in your head, but you gotta keep doing it over and over. Slow down. Because they not, I need y'all to, y'all, Boundaries don't work, but you're just saying it once. You have to keep saying it because yes. a person who does not have boundaries is going to keep trying to entrench on yours. So they'll try to find any crack to slither through. Absolutely. And he did it every time. She would be like, for one example, he said she he yelled at her. She's like, don't yell at me. And he was like, she set the boundary. And then he's like, 
I'm sorry. And then she she immediately broke the boundary by saying, it's okay. Right. And then she would just be fine. One time he grabbed her arm. Don't grab me. I'm sorry. It's okay. And I was like, girl. Another thing, y'all. When people apologize, you don't say it's okay. You say, I accept your apology if you really accept mm-hmm. it. But never say it's okay because it's not okay. Because it's, just, it's, it's like, not oh, okay to grab it. people I and can, cuss at people. I can say, oh, I can just do it again then. Right. And he literally, each episode, it was like an increased. And I was like, this is like a domestic violence relationship. Yep. She's not in the way. It would yep. increase the level amount. Like, first it was the tone. No, he called her crazy. Right. Then he got a tone in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Then he grabbed her. Yep. And I'm. He doesn't make it at the end, so it's all that matters. So, yes. So, as time goes on, it all starts to come apart. Mm -hmm. And Judy can't keep the secret. Because she does love Jen. Yes, and she loves her kids. People really, really do horrible things and still love you. That doesn't mean they need to be in your life. Yeah. But I think when when people do bad things to us, we're like, you don't love me. You can't possibly. And she loves her. She did all this for you. more complicated than that. So and she loved the boys, and yeah. the boys became attached to Judy because right. Judy legit, Especially the little one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even the teenager. Yeah, she's like, where is she at when right. she disappeared? But like, she she helped all of them through their grieving process right. in a different way. Like the little boy was a little shit buying drugs, <laughs> was selling the big drugs. One, the big one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, selling drugs and mm-hmm. hiding guns. Little boy was clearly Crazy. angry as hell, yeah, fighting angry. and cursing at people and talking to the little future sociopath of a classmate he yes. had. Yes, yes, <laughs> that little girl. So one little girl saw the aftermath. aftermath. She's the one who found the body. And she was super crazy and, like, keeping souvenirs and just... <laughs> and the mom was like, yeah. stop it. Right. Well, what did she say? It's like, which one of these little psychos is yours? Right. Like, <laughs> She's like, this one's mine. Because kids can be weird. Um... <laughs> So then, so it all comes out in the end. Judy tells Jen. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, so first Judy told the police about her fiance's money laundering. Yes. And then she went and got the money because there was like lots and lots of money uh-huh. that he had been laundering for his Russian. Multiple, but it was in two Russian, well, it was a Russian this? account, but it was multiple different like people from different countries right okay so but they were all like criminals like uh-huh. they were like under yeah they weren't like on the white collar crime mm-hmm. right and so she starts that process and then somehow the police still also figure out well no the the police officer that she broke up with tells yeah he the goes other police officers, like i think these people had something to do with the well he run. flat out said it because remember right. he went to so okay when they got rid of the cars the police then found it like they found the little girl brought the piece that was like this is part of a Mustang. Mm-hmm. It's a rare car, so the police were able to find a record of everybody that owns this car. Mm-hmm. And Judy's name, right. well, husband's name, like was the on company. The, yeah. Yes, they had an art exhibit, yeah. and he also caught because Judy is a painter, but Judy downplays her art. Right. Like I don't really paint, but Judy's like clearly famous painter because right. like all her selling stuff, is sold stuff out. for like eighty five hundred dollars. And right. so he goes to the art exhibit. He sees her artwork because she has like a. A signature, signature type of style. Thing. Mm-hmm. Goes to meet her fiance. He puts two and two together. Then he goes to the police car because he's also scorned. Yeah, now he, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He butt hurt. So he, he was like, him. Judy and her fiance hit his man. Right. And the officers already kind of like, dude, you're already stepping into my boundaries. Right. Second, you're not a police officer for real. Right. Like right, right now, you're on sabbatical still, mm-hmm. so get out. But then Judy comes afterwards, gives her all the lauder on the money. And then that's when she goes and tells. So so, right. so so she they admitted that she goes to 
Jen and tells Jen, Jen then everything. goes and gets all the money. Uh-huh. And was gonna and did she give it to the son? What did she so put in that she, thing? Well, this is what she did. What she did was she um folded up a check for like That's what it was. Well, a check. Like, like how much is it? Two hundred mil, like something yeah. crazy. And then she folded up and so the son has this thing where he thinks his deceased father is visiting him in the form of a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Jen finds out all the crazy shit that Judy did, she's, she's like really hypervigilant. And she gets like a security system bars on the mm-hmm. well not bars but like you can't open a window without the alarm going off. Right. Um. So she's like, you're not gonna be able to bring your bird in. But Judy makes him a bird, and then she puts the check inside of the bird. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you can this could be your dad. Mm-hmm. Um. And but Jen, that anger. Yeah. So Jen, when she tells Jen, of course Jen is like, get away from me. I hate yeah. you. I wish you would die. All this stuff. She's really upset and angry, and she makes Judy leave. Um, and then, so, but then Judy takes the money. Uh-huh. So then Judy's plan was to commit suicide. Yep. She goes In out the to where the guy, mm-hmm. she hit that man, and she's trying to get hit. And while she's doing that, her fiance realizes that the money has been taken, and he goes to Jen's house, because that's where he thinks Because they literally lives. left the bank an hour apart. Right. So he thinks Judy lives there still, so he goes there, so then he gets aggressive with Well, Jen. wait, pause. Not yet. Oh. They were sitting, um, cause see, Jen is not aware that it was Judy and her fiance. That right. She thinks it's just Judy. Judy. So Judy and Jen helped, well, was helped, well, no, she did. She sold his house, right. sold, um, the fiance's house. Yeah. So they have some kind of like relationship, nothing serious, but like right, they, right. they have like, rapport. Right. So they're in the backyard and he walks up and she was like, well, Judy doesn't live here anymore. And he was like, oh, and she was like, she told me about what happened. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think you're right that she was crazy. He was like, so, you know, she pours him something to drink. Right. And they're sitting by the pool. And he... They're first commiserating. Yeah. Right. And he's like mm-hmm. super like laughing and chilling. And he was like, yeah, I told her it was, go-, you know, like he he pretty much owned that I knew about it. Right. And she was like, wait a minute. You knew about Judy. And he was like, yeah, I was there. She didn't tell you. And then that's when, because she knows Judy for us, she was right. like, Judy would have never, that, she said that explains it. Right. Judy would yeah. have never not said anything if she was by herself. Right. And he was like, well, why? like, that's when he started getting like, mm-hmm. well, he started standing up and was like, well, right. no, like, listen to me, da 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 And then, so Judy almost, she goes out into the street, the car swerves and doesn't hit her. Uh-huh. And then her phone rings and Jim's like, come home. Yeah. And Judy comes home and her fiance shot dead in the pool. In the pool. So she shoots him. Because yeah. when when he stands up, she pulls her gun out. Right. She's like, get away from me. And he's and all she... like, don't be. Okay. Hats off tip number five. <laughs> if a motherfucker pulls a gun on you, go the fuck away. Okay. Okay. Like, don't keep saying just listen. Don't be like, don't talk. Let me talk to you. Let me explain something to you. Y'all keep pushing people's thresholds. And since and already people angry. are telling you who they are. They are asking them, you for what they need. When people tell you to leave them alone, leave them Especially alone. Especially when they read you your rights. Because she was reading him all his rights. She was like, you are manipulative. You controlling. Yes. Judy would have never did something like this because she's a caring person. You're a whole person. And she was had this gun pointed the whole time. And right. I was like, I feel like she's going to pull the trigger regardless. Right. Because um, <laughs> she had just coincidentally met with a neighbor who was like obsessed with guns and gun laws. Right. The neighbor was like, do you know if you ask a person to leave your house just once and they don't, that you can legally shoot them? Right. And that's when she was like teaching me how to, how do you actually, you know, 
fire a gun and the girl taught her mm-hmm. and that same night old buddy came over there and she asked him to leave twice mm-hmm. so I'm yeah. interested to see how this is going to yes. be in the next season yeah. but that's what it yeah. ends off on he's in a water bleed now he's in a water bleed now he dead him dead to be him face dead. down in the water so yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they got to cover up this murder or do something. Sons upstairs. But yes, so yes. So Earl, I think the final question for you is: Do you think that the end justifies the means? So is Judy absolved? Like is Judy absolved because it worked out and she really was a good friend? So I think it's. I'm gonna say yes. I definitely they're gonna have to have conversations. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Because when Judy told her, I was like, finally. But I was like, Jen has so much anger at her. Jen is not able to. Because she showed she, in the first episode. Not, Jen reacts. She doesn't. And she'll come back after the fact. But I was like, you need to sit down and have a conversation. Because when Jen, even off the first episode, when it showed that Judy was the one that hit him, I was like, mm-hmm. it's more to this story. Because I was like, she's super sweet. I can't see her hitting someone and not turning herself in. That's why I do think you're right. I do think that probably triggered her um, had a miscarriage. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. she was holding that in. <laughs> right. But I was like, I don't think... I was like, it's more to that. And it turned out it was the fiancé forcing. Like, when you're in a domestic violence relationship, survivors... I don't like how people make jokes. But survivors, they really do be like puppets. Right. Is Absolutely. They get very controlled. And a lot of people think it's the physical abuse, but emotional and verbal abuse is usually the first things and uh-huh. that physical comes way later after they already got you in your mind right. or got in your mind so i think i i'm gonna say it it was resolved but it's still gonna be solid some like snappiness right but i also think with judy coming along she really helped that whole she really family did. like she young. even had like a release of balloons yeah, for them that helped like a grief thing they had a whole thing on like grief yeah the anniversary mm-hmm. or the birthday, birthday. Mm-hmm. birthday. Right. but it's like she literally has helped them like she's bonded with their kids mm-hmm. but not only that she also helped her find out truths on her right. husband like her husband was a shitty dude it turns out yeah he wasn't a great person so it's like it helped her and I, that's why I was glad that she finally, like, saw that. No, this is my friend. Because, like, she said that she was like, right. I know her enough that I know that she would not have hit him. Right. And just left. And him. just left. Right. You did that. Right. It's yeah. really on you. Right. So, yeah, I think it's like, can you get your pain and your healing right. from the same place? And I feel like, but I mean, you know mm-hmm. what, though? It makes sense, though. Because when you look at, like, real life, it's a lot of people who have lost a person mm-hmm. and they end up having a relationship with the person that like caused it. Mm. Like you ever seen like or it's some kind of forgiveness. Right. Like drunk drivers right. or and they'll like befriend them in some way. Yeah, or something happened. I don't happened. know if I'm on that journey. Uh, well, <laughs> you know Yeah. I ain't Jen. Actually I am Jen. Cause I probably would have been doing the the freaking flipping out with all the right. anger outbursts. I definitely would have um, been reactive like Jen. But I yeah, I don't know. In but, that situation I think I yeah. would have I would have probably reconnected with Judy after I calmed down. Oh, no, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Which she did do. Right. It's a really interesting show, y'all. We done told y'all it all the parts of it, and it's super funny. I know none of that sounded funny, but it's super funny. And we've told y'all all the parts of it, but if you want to check it out and you haven't... And there's still so many parts that we haven't even told Right, about. just the nuanced of pieces of it. But it was really good, and I'm excited for season two. I feel like so. Netflix makes shows for therapists. I like, I feel do. like they make it for the normal... Right, to right. an extent, but yeah, for the non-clinical right you know, mindset. But I feel like underlying that shit is for therapists because right. every child be like, "Yo, just analyze. This it. is a whole case, absolutely, and I love it." Yeah, 
Yeah. I love Netflix. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Netflix. All right, guys. So, yeah, I think we're going to do more of these where we, like, assess a show yeah. and give you tips that we find from the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, check out Dead to Me if you haven't seen it yet. Um, check us out on all the things. Yeah. We are Hats Off CLT. No, lies. Hats Off Podcast CLT uh-huh. on Instagram. And then we're Hats Off Podcast on Twitter and, and Facebook. Facebook. Email us for the question of the day segment at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. And I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Facebook and Instagram. And then Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out Carter on Carter's Curious Corner on Instagram. Check out my TED Talk. The link I'm is below. below. Also your website. Also my website, www.embraceabundancenc.com. Um, and I have a surprise coming in June, you guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll leave that there. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will talk to y'all next week. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Right now at Kohl's, take an extra 25% off top active brands, including Under Armour for her. Get Nike shoes for the family, $48.75 and under, and save on Levi's denim for the family. Plus, get limited contact store drive-up, and get even more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 25% off Under Armour ends August 9th. Nike ends August 8th. Levi's sale ends August 30th. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.